This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wal'unwan illa ala al-zalimeen. Wal'aqibatu lil-muttaqeen. Allahumma salli wa sallam wa barak al-abdika wa rasulika Muhammad bin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam tasliman kathira. Ya ayuhal ladhina amanu attaqu allaha haqqa tuqatihi. Wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimoon. Ya ayuhal nasu attaqu rabbakum al-ladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahida. وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما ثم اما بعد we bear witness that there is only one god worthy of worship and unconditional obedience we praise him, we thank him, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his peace and blessings upon his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, who was sent as a mercy to mankind, a messenger of guidance. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his peace and blessings upon him, the prophets and messengers that came before him, his family and companions that served alongside him and those that follow in his blessed path until the day of judgment. And we ask Allah to make us amongst them. Allahumma ameen. Dear brothers and sisters, it's hot. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for coming out in this weather to perform Salatul Jum'ah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow every moment that you feel of the heat of this world to relieve you of the heat of the hereafter, whether it is the standing of the Day of Judgment, or may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from what comes after. Allahumma ameen. I'm going to keep this khutbah very short insha'Allah ta'ala and cover only the second half of the statements from Ibn Ata'illah rahimahullah ta'ala that I mentioned last week. He said, مِنْ عَلَمَاتِ مَوْتِ الْقَلْبِ From the signs of a dead heart. عَدَمُ الْحُزْنِ عَلَى مَا فَاتَكَ مِنَ الْمُوَافَقَاتِ That a person does not feel sadness over the good things that they have missed out on. And we talked about that last week that a living heart is one that finds a way to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter what. And a dead heart is one that feels no sadness when the opportunities to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are taken away from it. But the second part of that statement, And to not feel regret over the sins that you have committed in the past. Now this is a very important and uh, you know, it's not just an important concept, but one that is tricky to navigate. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهِ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah says, so, oh, say, O oh my servants who have transgressed against themselves, do not despair from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah forgives all sins. And verily, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most forgiving and the most merciful. And you can go ayat in Surah An-Nisa, in Surah Az-Zumar, all throughout the Qur'an, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assures the believers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with the presence of Al-Hasanat, yudhibna sayyat, the bad deeds go. They are wiped out and they are replaced with a good deed. So what is the benefit of this? And is there truth to it? There is a difference between remembering your mistakes, not forgetting your mistakes in a way that you learn from them. A difference between that and finding despair in your previous mistakes to where you're paralyzed in your present and your future. 
There's a difference between being paralyzed by your past and using your past to make a better future. There's a difference between finding despair in your sins and being humbled by your sins. And I want to talk about that inshallah ta'ala for a moment. Think about the Sahaba of the Prophet Do you think that Khalid ibn al-Walid ever forgot Uhud? Do you think that with a thousand battles, he never regretted and looked back on fighting against the Prophet in Uhud? We talked about Amr ibn al anhu a couple of weeks ago. When he came to the Prophet he held his hand back. He said, Ya Rasulullah, uh, am I going to be forgiven for everything I've done before? All those years that I opposed you, all the pain I caused you, Ya Rasulullah, am I forgiven? And we talked about Islam and Hijrah, and the Prophet told him, Islam and Hijrah do away with everything that came before. But when Amr ibn As was dying, he remembered, he recalled, he said, my life is in three phases. The first phase of the Prophet ﷺ's call, when I opposed him and I know had I died then, I would have been amongst the people of Jahannam. And then when I accepted Islam and I served along the Prophet ﷺ, and I know had I died then, I would have been from the dwellers of Jannah. And now, after the Prophet ﷺ has passed away, it's a mixed bag, and I don't know where I stand with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and so I'm depending on his mercy. Umar ibn Abdul Aziz rahimahullah ta'ala who performed all sorts of reforms in his life, all sorts of reforms as the Khalifa, in two years accomplished what most would not accomplish in 200 years. The Ummah has not seen a man like him, not in terms of virtue, but the uniqueness of Umar ibn Abdul Aziz rahimahullah and what he achieved, rahimahullah ta'ala wa radiyallahu anhu, between the age of 38 and 40, not including his seven years as the governor of Medina and all that he did there from 25 to 32. And Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, when someone would praise him, you know what he would say? He would remember a person that he wronged. And he would say, وَكَيْفَ Khubayb. What about Khubayb, the man that I wronged? He'd remember someone he wronged years ago. Now, did that make Umar ibn Abdul Aziz say, so forget about Qiyamul Layl, forget about reforming the Khilafah, I am doomed because of Khubayb. Or did it humble him to do more? So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not hold him accounts and that the best of his deeds would be the last of them. He didn't let it debilitate him. He was activated by remembering that. Now we are not Khalid or Amr or Umar or these people, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with them. But we all have things that we have done in the past that sometimes when we think about them, we can feel regret. It is good to feel regret. You know why? Number one, it keeps you working and striving for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, Forgive and show mercy, pardon. Don't you want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you? When you look at someone that is struggling the way that you once struggled, when you look at someone that's at a part of their journey that you know that you also were once at, you will have mercy in your heart towards them and hope for them. You won't write them off. You won't write them off. Because you say, you know, I used to be a... Who am I to look down on that person? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave me and opened the door for me. It may be that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used me as a guidance towards that person. And that would be a way of accessing mercy for that person. And so you remember your sins to humble yourself before Allah and humble yourself with the creation of Allah so that you can bring them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you don't despair. And the beauty of the believer is that at the end of his life, 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all husn al-khitam, a good ending. Allahumma ameen. At that point, what does he depend on? At that point, Ya Allah, I took a little bit of your mercy and compared it to all of my sins and found that just a little bit of your rahmah is enough to cover all of my sins. At that point, Ya Allah, I remembered my sins. I tried to change. This is the body of my work. And now I'm trusting in you for your forgiveness and your mercy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to achieve his infinite mercy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and pardon us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to always find the doors of good and to always refrain from the doors of evil. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the best of our deeds, the last of them. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not leave us to ourselves. Allahumma ameen. Aqulu qawli hadha. Wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa risa'il muslimin. Fastaghfiru innahu al-ghafur rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa la a'udwan illa ala zalimin. Wa al-aqibatul muttaqeen. Allahumma salli wa sallam wa barak ala abdika wa rasulika Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam tasliman kathira. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-janna. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-janna. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-janna. Wa na'udhu bika min al-nar. ونعوذ بك من النار ونعوذ بك من النار اللهم إنا نسألك الفردوس الأعلى ونعوذ بك من النار اللهم اغفر المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا واعف عنا ولا تعذبنا ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين في مشارق الأرض مغاربها اللهم أصلح أحوال إخواننا المنكوبين والمظلومين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والكاذبين ودمر أعداء الدين اللهم أهلك الظالمين بالظالمين وأخرجنا وإخواننا من بينهم سالمين عباد الله أن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروا على نعماء يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقيم الصلاة